Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Rebecca, it's been a week, man. It, the, lots of stuff has been happening this week. Has it only been a week? I know. It like really... I know that this is our like really intense January where I think we just got so excited about all of the really cool people we get to have on that we were like, we're just going to record an episode every week in January. Who needs a life outside of pinball and pinball podcasting? Nah. And pinball streaming? Not at all. And playing pinball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we have League among like a billion other things going on. But this episode, we've been planning for for a while. Rebecca has been working her magic on like getting this together. And when the person we're having on the show today said yes, we we're like, Stop! like we totally fangirled for a moment. We were so excited. We feel really cool. We feel super cool. We are so excited about our guest today. She's a Twitch partner. She's a classical pianist. She's an awesome, bad bleep game designer <laughs> she's a mom she's also uh been a pro wrestler and tv host among other things she's doing all the things she wears all the hats it's a 52 page resume yeah it is a 52 page resume i'm like it needs tabs it's she does it all and she does it and she's amazing and we're so glad she carved time out of her busy schedule to come here on the show from raleigh north carolina please help me and rebecca welcome to the show rebby hardy yay yay Oh my, what an introduction. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ruby, we're again, we're so excited that you're here. You know, I knew who you were from from your wrestling career, but I was so excited to like see when you had presented Ferris Bueller and then I deep dived into all the work that you do. And I'm like, this this woman does everything. It's amazing. For our listeners who are getting to know you from this episode, tell us your pinball origin story, how you kind of got uh, started in game design and, and get started with your career and, and where you're at today. For sure. So I feel like I got kind of into pinball or my first exposure to it was when I was real little. My dad was a superintendent of our 17 floor uh, apartment building. And when people would like die or move out or no one would claim their stuff, he would get to keep a lot of the stuff that was in these apartments. Right. And it happened a lot. And one time somebody died and like left a pinball machine like a whole pinball machine and you know back then it was something that we would have never really had access to so just the fact that that like came into my life and i was like this is amazing this is the coolest thing ever and that was kind of like i was always in my mind like oh my god i want to have a pinball machine like when i get older i'm gonna put one in my house uh but anyway you know i got married and i tried to start building an arcade and it was a wrestling themed arcade in our house in our little basement there and i thought well you know if we have an arcade we got to have kind of one of everything we got to have a pinball machine it's like well you need a pinball machine for wrestling and then i got the data east royal rumble and from that i was just like oh no you know how it is man you get your first one and you're like already looking for the next five so that <laughs> that's that's kind of what what started it all and um even, you know, through the Royal Rumble game is how I met my business partner, who is who I collaborated with on the two custom games that, well, two full custom games that we've done so far. We were in a, a pinball forum, as you do, and uh, talking about mods and stuff for the, for the Royal Rumble. And that's how we met, actually. So 
that game and um, kind of wrestling came full circle with me. That's awesome. I think that there's a really cool intersection, which I had no idea about. Uh, there is this magical intersection between pinball and wrestling that I never knew existed. And I am now meeting a lot of pinball people who are super into wrestling. And then I will meet people who are into wrestling and they're like, yeah, but also pinball is cool. And I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah. And now I am attempting to learn about wrestling. <laughs> Me neither. It's funny because, you know, even on Twitch, checking out other pinball streams, I'll kind of lurk and stalk people. And, you know, whenever I make myself known or say hi or, like, throw a bid or whatever, and if anybody even, like, realizes, like, who we are, it always blows my mind that it's, like, almost every time, like, the whoever's streaming pinball, they'll, like, almost always know. And I'm like, how do you know? But it's just, I don't know, it goes hand in hand. Maybe it's like a gamer nerd thing. I don't know. <laughs> Wrestling nerd, gamer nerd. We're a bunch of nerds. It's okay. <laughs> You know what? I mean, it's an, an interesting intersection in like, play, is it was it Southern Fried and Midwest Gaming both have feature wrestling at the actual conventions themselves. So, I mean, I feel like this is going to be even more of an intersection. And I'm totally fascinated because Rebecca's right. I had no idea there was like the, the intersection until I really got into pinball. And I met so many people who are either, you know, trying to be wrestlers, you know, or into wrestling, you know, follow wrestling. And I just, I was flabbergasted. I had no idea. But it's like, I'm even getting into wrestling now. I'm like, oh, I'm learning. <laughs> all the people and I'm learning all the stuff and it's like yes and it makes Mr. Backbox so happy because he's like oh you like something I like I was like yes I like oh, something you nice. like and it's because of pinball <laughs> it makes him so happy but you know we got an opportunity to see Ferris Bueller and it's just so amazing we're going to talk more about that and about your game design career but it's awesome because we talk about this on the show listeners you know this Rebecca and I are constantly like we need more ladies we need more ladies designing stuff and representing and you know the fact that you put out something so beautiful and so like epic like when i saw ferris bueller's like mic drop i was like thank you <laughs> was like that thing is awesome so uh we're gonna hop into news and then we're gonna come back and talk about all things rebby news light on the ground this week so we'll talk about what a week it's been a rough week, like, unfortunately. Uh, we'll talk good news and then... Um, yeah. So, new release from Nip Baldridge, man. That dude is churning out games like it's, like, like his full-time job. <laughs> like, dude! But it's, it's a neat revelation about the Multimorphic P3 platform. He released a new game called Flipper Fox trot rhythm explosion it's like a tongue twister and i keep on thinking i want to like say like miami sound machine or something like latin freestyle but it's like flipper foxtrot rhythm explosion and it's a it looks like it's a cross between like pinball and like guitar hero is the only thing i can think about it uses the canyon lagoon module um there is a a full-blown you know deep dive into it on this week in pinball uh have you have you seen anything rebecca i mean you're my p3 person so yeah Yes. So I actually, so uh, Gamma Goat on Twitch, Ian, who I play virtual mini golf, my virtual mini golf buddy, because that's what we do with our lives now <laughs> is play VR mini golf. And it's amazing and everyone should do it. It is worth it. But he was, uh, <laughs> he did a stream of it and it looked really cool. Um, I do not have the Cannon Lagoon uh, module. We just have Heist and the Cosmic Kart Racing. So unfortunately, I don't have the stuff to get it myself. Also, I still have like a list of other games that we need to get before we get that one, but it looks really neat. And actually what's funny is, is there's actually a P3 that went up for sale in Asheville, North Carolina from Retrocade um, with the Heist module. And it's for sale for like $1,000. 
$7,500, which is a freaking what? steal. I know. That is a steal. Anyway, you heard it here first. That's super cheap. <laughs> you heard it here first. If you're around, I was like, I'm like, Revy, I know you're in, I know you're in North Carolina, albeit I know it's a few hours drive, but I was, I was losing my mind. I was like, man, if I had known that, I would have, you know, waited and then bought that one and then, you know, picked it up when I was in North Carolina for that bat mitzvah and driven myself home. But anyway, it looks cool. I appreciate Nick's attention to alliteration and... I'm excited to see whatever he makes next because I'm assuming, you know, three months down the line, he'll have another game for me to play. Definitely. I, he's churning them out like once a quarter, it seems like. Um, of course, he has Silver Falls up for a homebrew with his daughter, and we're really excited about that. But it's just in, it's interesting what you can do with that platform. Rebby, have you had any experience playing on the Multimorphic or the P3? No, I have not. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's cool if you if you or any of our listeners ever get a chance. They're hard. They, they're not out there, and I really hope that more get out there in the wild. And um, they're just so neat because it's that that intersection between like VR and pinball. So it's kind of and you can like what Nick's doing, like build all of that on the platform, and it's really really neat. So congratulations, Nick, man. Um, also, when do you sleep, Nick? So that's my question back to Nick. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. When, know. We don't know. I don't know when people who make pinball machines have time to sleep. I have I, no I, idea. I don't. I, I like, I don't know. It's amazing. I'm, I'm going to get off this and finish uh, another play field, actually. So you're right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. We're keeping her from pinball stuff. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The other news that came out, uh, some sad news last week. Yeah. We found out via social media um, announcement from his partner, Penny, that Lyman Sheets, a programmer extraordinaire, had passed away. Uh, we don't have a lot of details, but um, it was a really sad moment for pinball. I did not lo- know Lyman. I'd never met Lyman, but I knew him from reputation. Every person I had ever talked to about Lyman Sheets, the first thing out of their mouth was like, he is the nicest person. <laughs> like That is the, like, the main thing that everyone said about him. Um, he had a, a tremendous career at Stern and at other locations. Um, the games that he um, was involved in programming, Last Action Hero, The Who's, Tommy Pinball Wizard, Guns N' Roses, Richie Rich, Maverick, Attack from Mars, Medieval Madness, Monster Bash, Revenge from Mars, The Sopranos, Spider-Man, the list goes on and on, Wheel of Fortune, Indiana Jones, CSI, NBA, 24, Avatar, Tron, The Rolling Stones, ACDC, Metallica, The Walking Dead, Batman 66, and um, his last uh, was Elvira's House of Horrors, and I did not name them all. There's so much. He really pioneered the code and is such an icon for doing all the work that he has been the past few like forever like forever i'm trying to think of when he would have started i'm like i mean if you're thinking last action hero like 90 89 90 91 89 90 yeah also i just learned that he did the code on last action hero and now i feel bad that we sold it (laughs) that's not true that's fine it can get out of here it's fine Sell the machines, get them out of the house so we can get more machines. <laughs> but you think of like the, like the big names like Attack from Mars, Medieval Madness, mm-hmm. machines that are considered iconic now at this point. He was so involved with the, the development of those games. And, you know, I, I wish I had gotten a chance to meet him and it just didn't happen. But uh, the the stories that are coming in from people from across the industry and, and uh, players from, you know, competitive players to people who are actually developing. Um, like it just, you kind of hurts your heart a little bit. So, yeah. um, you know, we want to take a moment to, you know, say, you know, thank you Lyman for all that you, you gave to pinball and I wish I'd gotten to meet you. So hopefully I'll get to play a game somewhere up in the p- big pinball arcade in the sky. 
Yeah. So makes me sad. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, Rebby, had you ever gotten a chance to meet Lyman? I don't know if you're... No. No, I've only ever really been to one uh, event with, with other creators and uh, designers. And that was just not a couple months ago, not too long ago. So. Yeah, you went to Fantastic, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I watched the whole stream. Oh, it's nice. Fine. Thank um, you. I watched the whole stream. It's fine. Yeah, no, that was fun. I, I want to go to more for sure. <coughs> TPF. <coughs> um, yes, we want you to come to Texas Pinball Festival. <coughs> Houston Arcade Expo. <coughs> hey, I'll go wherever I'm invited, man. I will go anywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll work on that. Oh, you're formally invited. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, so like kind of going into the magic that it is Rebby Hardy, I, you know, I wouldn't like when they were explaining to me like, oh, this is Rebby Hardy, you know, and I knew you from your, your previous careers. What like inspired you to start getting into game design? Like what what was the thing that you're like, this is cool. I want to do more about it. I mean, you mentioned you kind of got into pinball as a kid. I have to ask, what was the machine that they found? Do you remember? Gosh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. All I remember, I was literally like seven, you know, all I remember was it was yellow. It had a yellow cab. That's all I remember. I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew. But I was just, you know, right, I, I wasn't playing by no rule sets or nothing. Yeah, I'm going to have to just go through every, it was electromechanical and yellow. That's all I know. That's, yeah. Okay, yellow EM. We can work with that. We can work with that. So <laughs> we'll deep dive. But, but you know, beyond that, you know, as a, a you know, an adult, you kind of get into game design. Like, what was the appeal right off the bat for you? Uh, I guess, you know, I kind of just fell into it. I had done photography for a long time. Uh, and that had started off of like my previous career when like, you know, a million years ago, I used to model and I used to end up shooting my model friends and playmates and stuff. And uh, for, I just ended up editing their pictures and going into fantasy settings with their pictures. And that just kind of got me into the design world, I guess. And then um, I always try to top myself for my husband for any gifts because he's the worst person to shop for. He's either completely underwhelmed or he already has everything. He's very too practical, you know, like, what do you want for your birthday? Like a, a pair of socks kind of guy, you know. <laughs> so I always try and do something crazy and crazier and crazier. And I thought, well, you know, we're remodeling this arcade in our house. Like, why don't I make him a pinball machine? And um, just kind of getting started through that, that own personal project is how it all happened, really. And um, the, the guy that I collaborated on with it ended up liking my style a lot. And he was having a lot of trouble with other designers and, you know, kind of vibing and getting stuff in on time and someone who was a designer, but also a fan of pinball. Cause I feel like, you know, anybody could put, you know, give them the dimensions of a play field. Anybody can do anything, you know, but you kind of got to know the flow and the, the feelings of it and, you know, going with the rules and stuff. So uh, he just asked me on board for a couple other projects and you know, that that's how game design started. Cause I'm just crazy about customizing everything in my life. And uh, I did one pinball and it just spiraled. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, if, if you think about Expedition of Gold, which is the one you did, uh, helped design for, for Matt, uh, your husband, and then, you know, you go into to Ferris Bueller. And I have not, I'm a fan of Ferris Bueller. Like, that is of, like, my generation. I'm a little young, but, like, I remember watching that when that came out. Lauren, I've seen it. I've seen Ferris Bueller. I told you I've seen it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I saw it one time. 
And that was to make this game. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Well, you got bro. everything. Like I, I saw a god at least like twenty times over the years. But I mean, like there's so much detail in that machine, and the art it it has like this like this realistic, but it's still stylized art. Like that's the thing. Thank like you. you can do there's photorealism, but you have to still make it art. And that's why I feel like you just captured really well. Like yes, it, it has a realistic quality, but it's still art. Thank you. What I wouldn't give to have you redo the Star Wars photorealistic <laughs> art. Oh, what man. anybody wouldn't give to Let's get away go. from the uncanny valley. <laughs> <laughs> they had oh, to make a shit. whole comic pin because people couldn't stand it that oh, much. My God. Sorry. That, that, that photorealism <laughs> was so hard, though. That was probably, honestly, the, the hardest part. Of the game because even finding reference photos and a movie from the 80s right so uh, everything was cropped to film crop so it's uh, 16 by 9 you know and, and people's bodies are cut off and their costumes and i'm having to reference a million screenshots that are blurry and pixelated from 1989 you know it that that was probably the hardest part getting everybody to look like they were shot in a studio you know, five minutes ago using footage reference from 20 years ago, whatever it was, or 30 years ago, who knows? Time is, time is a flat circle. Yeah. And it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not digital quality. You're using film stock. So it's, it's, you know, yeah. for our younger listeners, you know, it's a bit difficult to do that um, and do it well because you've got to essentially, you know, put it back together. Yeah. For our younger listeners, there once was a thing that was film. Film. <laughs> and it was not the, you know, cutesy little Polaroid cameras that you can right. get to think that you're cool with your friends. Like, there was once <laughs> a thing called film, and you would have to take it to a store to get it developed. Yes, in ye olden times. Thank you, Rebecca. I feel a million years old. Thank you. <laughs> you. <laughs> hey, I re I lived off of the, you know, the little, the little Kodak automatic cameras? Um, You know, like the little, like, twist and point and click. Yeah, clicks. the twist and the one click, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, wanna, you talk old school? I had, like, a 110 camera with, like, the light bulb thing that you plugged into the top, and then you'd, like, flip it so you could, like, use the flash. I've got that right next to me right now. <laughs> I've got that in my drawer, bro. I got the 350. <laughs> That's so funny. I oh, my God. Yeah, that was my jam. Like that was like, you know, my folks were like, here you go. And it had like special film <laughs> and like you saved up your money because it was like, and, and you know, you can take a million pictures now with your phone. I'm like, nah, if you messed up a picture, you had that blurry picture in your photo album that stayed there <laughs> because we wasted film on it. We're going to get it developed. But, uh, you know, there was such a an attention to detail with, with Ferris Bueller. And you said this was like a multi-year project. So, you know, you guys met on Pinside or you kind of met, you know, working on the project for Matt. Uh, what mm -hmm. kind of decided you're like, yeah, I want to take on Ferris Bueller. You know, you're like, I had to watch it so we could do this. But what what inspired you or what like said like, yeah, I want to do that. So the Ferris Bueller came about just because it was my partner's favorite movie, I guess. And uh, he had a, a person that he had made a game previously for. I think it was a Porsche game, custom game, who was, you know, they became buddies after he, he made him the game. And turns out his favorite movie was Ferris Bueller. So it was kind of always like a pipe dream, like, oh, I want to make this machine, you know, and I want to make it like to the standards of Expedition of Gold, because that was sort of the first like DMD included game that he had done and customized and, and worked on, which is so different from any of the other stuff that he had done. So he said, if I ever do another one, I want to be Ferris Bueller and I want you to do it. So yeah, 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 whatever, bro. And one day, you know, I guess he, he convinced this guy 
that he wanted one too. So he's like, all right, well, this guy's going to do it. You know, he's, he's, he's got the budget. We're going to do it. We're going to make two of them because he wanted one. And then, so there's kind of a limited edition. The really nice one went to the client. And then, uh, my partner, Brian kind of has the, the regular one. <laughs> in his the prototype. House. They both look awesome. So I mean, thanks. Yeah. There's just a few, a few differences. The, the clients has like some additional custom call outs specific to him and his family, which are really cute. He's got like his kids voices in there. And uh, the body on that one, all the, the metals are chrome, really shiny chrome. And then the one in my partner's house is red. So eh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. That's the one that we brought to uh, Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. What a great segue. Tell us about Fantastic. What was that experience like? <laughs> it was it was fun. You know, was, I, had, I just had a baby six months ago. So, you know, this was a few months ago. So I had just a tiny, tiny newborn. It was our first time out of the house pretty much. So I was like... Definitely like out of my element. And you, you said it earlier, you know, the pinball world is getting to be multifaceted now, but it's not really. And you see that online, but you really see it when you go to places in person. And I, I don't know. It was really fun. It was a cool experience. It was my first pinball event. It was nice to meet everybody, but it was also very much like out of my element. Like very much was aware that I stuck out maybe not even necessarily in a good way more about other people who came by the machine than anything else i don't want to talk negative but this is something that really stuck out to me because i would be standing there you know it's my machine it's my baby right so oh for sure we neither of us had ever had a game that we had done like out in the wild right so like already i'm looking at like everybody comes by i'm like kind of like staring at them the whole time (laughs) and i try not to be worried but i'm like (laughs) Because mm-hmm. that is also your baby. And you're like, yes. well, are you going to, like, what are you going to do? Like, be nice to my baby. Don't breathe on it. You know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's that. And then I'm also looking for people's feedback, right? Because obviously, like, I think it's a great game. Like, everyone we've spoken to thinks it's a great game. I'm like, oh, okay, here's people that don't really know what's up. You know, I'm just like some, some chick standing around, you know, uh, you know, it's trying to see people's reactions and what they would say. But every now and then there'd be someone who'd come by and, and they'd ask, have a question or they'd say something or they'd talk to their friend and I'd kind of like interject and answer the question. And they'd be like, oh, you know, well, how do you know? What is this? Like, oh, yeah, this is my game. I made the game. They're like, you made the game? What do you mean? Like you? And it would be super condescending and it would happen a lot. And I don't even think, honestly, I don't, no shade. I don't even think that they meant it like that. But it came out like that. You know, they would look at me like, you made this? Like, what do you mean you made this? Like, never mind. I'm just a dumb girl over here. Like, <laughs> And this is why we need more of people like you. So then it's not a weird thing when you have a woman standing next to a pinball machine going, yeah, Yeah. I made this, what up? I mean, one guy literally, he thought like, he was like, come on, for real. Like, he thought I was like joking. Like, he kept saying like, no, you didn't. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just standing here all day (sighs) making it up. (laughs) No, but you know, Uh. all in all though, there, there was that, that was kind of like, but other than that, it was a really cool experience. They had like guest speakers and we were kind of at like this collegiate study hall, listening to the people do guest panel talks. And I mean, that was really fun. That was interesting to hear other people's perspective and, and just expertise and knowledge in the business and operator stuff. And I, I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. I wasn't expecting all that. So that, that was cool. Pinball conventions are a special kind of experience. It is. <laughs> we are raising our nerd flag very high. All the pinball yes. people like come. And you're right. It, the inner, like when you go, like it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like extra pinball nerdy. And I'm fine with it. Like these are my people. But at the same oh, time, no, I love like, it. Yeah. I, it. It is that thing where it's like, 
you made this? Or like, oh, you do that? Like, oh, it's a girl. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh my God, no. (laughs) Like, so that's like, we, that is why we, we like having uh, women like you on the show, uh, people who are involved with building, creating, you know, making pinball happen. And, you know, like we need more, we need more from Rebby. Like we need more pinball from Rebby. And, and your business with Brian is Game Room Pinball. Right. So what, what do you guys have on tap? Like, is there like anything like, can what, you like, even can tell, you tell us? us? Can you tell us what <laughs> can it is? One, can you, are you allowed to tell every us? Every time somebody comes on the show, like, and they're like, we can't tell you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I want to tell you so bad. <laughs> I've had Colin dangling it over my face that he yeah. works at P3 now for months. And I'm like, Colin, just tell me. And oh. he's like, well, I'll tell them that maybe he should have you reveal it. And I'm like, that's great. Just can you tell me before then? So if you can tell us, we'll, we'll take any hot tips. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, waking, we're working on right now something from a, a big client. It's not a, a personal, private collection type of thing. It's to be part of a marketing campaign. Ooh. And it's for a ma- major beverage company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's super exciting. Uh, it's my biggest project. It's probably something you got in your house right now. That's all I can say. It's a big deal. And I'm super excited and super nervous. Oh, that's so cool. To a lot of pressure. Well, you know what? They've had some really cool machines. And when they've done like the marketing stuff, like you have the dominoes. Yeah. Uh, then you have Supreme, which like everybody was all about. So I'm excited to see what you turn out, especially when you're getting like IP like assets, like, you know, hey, and and probably because they're in marketing, you're going to have a lot of uh, easier time working with all the, the clips and the art and all that stuff. So. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's super cool. That's yeah. awesome. So so you guys are working on that right now. When do you like expect that to be done? Like March, ne- this year or next year? Which Mar- is insane. Oh, I just got the March? cabinet done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in two months? <laughs> like in five minutes, yeah. I just I gotta oh my do translate. I gotta start the play field. I just did the cabinet. I gotta do the translate by the end of this week and I gotta have it all done by March. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but you know. Like you said, pinball people don't sleep. Yeah. This is it. This is why she's like, after this, I gotta go do more pinball stuff. So oh my goodness, <laughs> that that is amazing. What do you feel is like the besides like the art, you know, especially with something like Ferris Bueller, you have the older besides that, what do you feel is like the biggest challenge as a designer? <sighs> Gosh, um I guess I don't know, just the just the layout. I feel like working with bigger clients now, it's a little harder too, because there's instead of just one on one, like one person saying, I want this and this, it's like someone taking it to a board of people and everyone, you know, when you say there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you know, cause you can have your idea, but you got to kind of mesh it with other people's ideas too. So that, that's been a little bit challenging for me, but it's a good challenge, you know, cause it means that it's not just me and one random person, you know, who had a lot of extra money to spend <laughs> on a game. <laughs> That is so cool. Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I just, I'm so excited about, like, what you're doing. So, I mean, we have some questions for you later on in the show. Um, because I'd love to hear, like, if, like, Rebby Hardy had a giant pile of money, what she would design. Like, what she would make. Because I, I, but we'll ask you that here in a bit. But. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I know it's going to be super <laughs> fun. You know, I hope, like, with it coming out in March, like, I hope that you can make it to TPF, uh, Texas Pinball Festival, which is in late March. I mean, for you and Brian and the team, like, you know, I'm just saying it would be a cool place for you to go. I'm down. Lauren and I do have very sparkly outfits. 
We have super sparkly outfits. Like I love sparkly outfits. Well, it's the Twippies. So, and you, by the way, have been nominated for a Twippy for your design of the Ferris Bueller's Day Off machine. We didn't even congratulate yes. you about that. Congratulations. Shots. Congratulations. Thank you so much, man. When I seen that, I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah. That was pretty insane. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, the Twippies, I like the Twippies. I'm not trying to be all boohoo on the PIAs, Rebecca, but I like the Twippies. It's okay, Lauren. We don't have a homebrew section. <laughs> they don't it's have fine. a homebrew section. But I like the Twippies because it's the People's Choice Awards. Like, yes. it's the people that decide. Like, you, people go and vote. Like, that's why I like it. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like Ferris Bueller has a really good chance. <laughs> So thank it, you. Yeah. So Rebecca and I are nominated. I don't know if we're going to make the finals, but we're very excited. We went out and bought sparkly outfits so we could wear that to the award show. <laughs> it's like our like, Grammys. Hell yeah. It, it, it is like it's our little <laughs> pinball Grammys. Like if people are like, what are you doing? Congrats like, to you guys too. Shoot. <laughs> we do have also our one of our friends who does festware. One of our friends from the pinball community does festware. And we do have like rhinestone cowboy Those hats oh, that yeah. like could 100% like probably put somebody's eye out right. with the sheer amount of like light that they put out. I'm super <laughs> Yeah, excited. light can't reflect off of it because you'll just be like burn your retinas. But we're like, we want- We're human disco balls. It's yeah, we are amazing. human disco balls. Yeah, y'all definitely don't stand out as it is, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're super low. Yeah, we blend. We totally blend. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I definitely voted for you guys. So Aww, I, I, I hope it works you. out. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Rebby, I you know, we, you won't tell us like what you're working on, but what do you have next on tap? I mean, the one thing we haven't talked about yet is your amazing Twitch stream. I found out about your yeah. love of Pokémon and all the all the things that are right. It's so entertaining. Like you ba- you just dressed your baby up as mustard just to, just to, just to, just to, just to, like, Lauren's really I am because I love mustard ba- and then I found baby. out that doesn't like baby mustard. was it. Yeah, Hell it was yeah. it. That was awesome. And I, I like have like various things of mustard. And I was like, well, you, what do you mean you don't like mustard? I was like, besides the fact that like your daughter, uh, Evie, is like the most gorgeous thing on the planet. Like, like, she's so cute. I was like, Thank look, it's you. just like mustard. I was like, oh. But, but what, I, you know, before we kind of go into our next event, I want to hear about your Twitch channel. What, like, what made you go into that platform? Because, you know, you don't have enough going on, Rebby. You don't have, you don't have enough going on. It's like you're not yeah, busy yeah, or something. Like, I know, it's free time. One um, more thing to do, right? So uh, you're on Twitch, uh, House Hardy. What, like, what appealed to you about that platform? And what is kind of like, why did you end up in, in Twitch? I always wanted to stream and have a... A gaming stream, and it just was not ever possible. We live on a hundred acres in a forest. Like I know, I, I say it all the time. Like I live in the forest, and people are like, "Yeah, rural, whatever." Like no, like it takes a half hour to go to the grocery store. Like we had no internet for ten years, so we finally got internet, and I was like. I want to try and stream. Like, I need to do this. Like, we're going to do this. It's like my freaking... I've always wanted to. I'm just going to... We've just got a tiny droplet of internet. Like, I'm going to go all out, see how much I can push this. And that that's how it started, really. A lot of people say, like, oh, pandemic. It wasn't that. It was I finally got some freaking download speed and, <laughs> and, and jumped in. That's what I wanted to do. It's all about just getting that six meg up. And once you get that six meg up, you're like, I'm golden. <laughs> like, I don't care if I get it from a hotspot. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing. I used to not even be able to send pinball files to clients or, or to my partner. That's how bad my internet was. I couldn't check my email. 
Did you have to like drive into town? You're like, I gotta go, I had to go to IHOP. Yes. <laughs> I had to drive 30 minutes to the freaking IHOP, bro, with my, with my laptop and sit there for an hour and download. Oh my God. It was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but Twitch is really fun. Twitch is how I've, I feel like I've been able to talk with a lot of pinball people because, you know, there's pinball people on like Facebook. But I feel like Facebook's like kind of inherently like gatekeeper ish and like a little snarky, depending on where you are. Like, honestly, most places, but Twitch has really, uh, been cool where it's not like any other social media platform. Everybody's kind of welcoming. Everybody tries to help people. You know, if you have a question, they're not going to be like holding the answer back so that, you know, they know something you don't. I mean, it's, it's been really cool. So specifically like in the pinball world, it's helped me make friends in pinball which i would i haven't really been able to do before oh well you got two friends right here so like for sure Uh, for sure yeah and i i (laughs) like so you know i knew who you were so i like deep dived and i like was watching your twitch stream like religiously and i'm like this is the funniest beep ever i was like she's so awesome (laughs) i was like also didn't know she was into pokemon and bex is like yeah she's super into pokemon i was like oh my gosh oh yeah i am a diehard lover of your instagram also because i don't I love to watch Twitch. I never, unfortunately, with the way that my job is, is that I used to have this magical time when I could just do all my paperwork at home and then watch Twitch all day and then watch Twitch all day. I use watch Twitch as a very generalist term. My cats would watch Twitch. So I would listen to it. Right. That's how I do it most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. You just leave it on and it's forever there. Um And then, but I've been, now that I'm back working more out in the community with what I do, I am now basically anytime I'm sitting at somebody's house like 10 minutes early, I'm like, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. And I'm like, I love your nails. I love all your games. I love all your TikToks. Oh, my God. You're Lisa Frank nails. I was <gasps> oh. like, shut up. Thank you. How sick would a Lisa Frank machine be? Oh. 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 Make oh it God. happen. Make oh. it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> that. See, you know what? You know what? We need a lady with some money. Like, I'm like, we need a lady. Like, yeah. like, that's like Lisa Frank. Call like, I had like my sticker book with all the Lisa Frank stuff. Like, oh, that's. Hell is- yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just like, we need to I get- just saw your nails. I'm like, shut up. Those are amazing. And then, uh, like, you gave me such, like, Morticia and Gomez vibes with your family portrait. And all of you were in black. And it was like this cool thing. And I'm like, look at her family portrait. I can't even oh. get my, like, bro to not wear a t-shirt. Like, like, you look amazing. I was like, look at this. I was like, oh. But I, you know, your Instagram is just, it, it's a window into your life and it's just so interesting and it's so engaging. Like, I feel like, you know, when you see people who are like influencers or like on Instagram and it's very curated in the sense of like, yeah. that's not somebody's real life. Like, I feel like, even though like, I just met you, but I'm like, I feel like I know you. for that. <laughs> I, I feel like, like, I was like, this is Rebby's life. And like, it's so fun and interesting and, you know, with your Chaotic. family and kids and every, but everything you do, it just... That's what I like about your Instagram. Like, I feel like I know you. I don't feel like it's this curated thing. It's just, it feels very real. And that's, you Thank know. you. It is very much just thrown in there. <laughs> it, like, it looks great. It's very, like, Re- Rebecca and I were, like, sitting here talking it's about relatable. it. Like, it is so it's relatable. It's really nice when you get to have a relatable, like, it's nice when you get to feel, re- like, you get to, we get to have, like, I think the pandemic has made it so a- We've all made a lot of friends through the internet in the past two years, and now that things are happening again, we're getting to meet everybody in person, and I feel like it's something where we get to 
there's like a weird bridge that you get to cross when it's like, oh yeah, I've I've just been watching your life on the internet for a year and a half, and you've watched my life I on do the that internet, with everyone. and yeah. like, and now we're best friends. Like, we've never actually met, but we should hug. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, no, it feels it it feels like that, and I think that what makes your your Twitch stream so great is is that you bring this, and I was actually because I know we're all part of like the same like pinball enthusiast Facebook group and I saw you comment about like the type of environment that really draws people into a Twitch stream and how yeah. like I can't, I don't want to like misword it but what did you say like brings people to a Twitch stream because I feel like that's also the environment that you really foster on your stream and on your media and yeah. content creation. I uh you know I'm lonely. <laughs> I I have <laughs> limited opportunities to speak to adult humans. I got four kids under 6, so it's a lot of like So it's like when I go to Twitch like I want to I want to see something I like and I want to talk to people and I want them to be able to to I, you know I want people to talk back. I, I hate when you go to a stream and it's like you say something, they're like, oh, yeah, what's up, whatever. Like, I'll watch a YouTube video. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what's fun about Twitch. Like, the back and forth, it's live. You can, like, interact in real time and feel like you're having a conversation and a connection with somebody about something that you both actually like. And being that there's not that many people in my life that actually like, you know, let's say pinball or Pokemon other than my six-year-old kid. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool place for that, for sure. But you know that you need to give some. You need to give people a reason to watch. You know, other than like here, I'm pressing buttons. Oh, for sure. And I feel like there's like you make it engaging because you do have that back and forth. Like there's a lot of people who either like will just talk at people and it's not a conversation, or they don't say anything. And I'm like, I can only watch you do this for so long before I I'll play it myself. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so exactly. Yeah. I can fast forward after whenever till we get to the wizard mode. Like, <laughs> right. I'll fast forward. I got it. Yeah, and it's it's an art form. I, I feel like you know you've really captured that spirit of like what Twitch is about, and it just it makes it fun and engaging. So, yeah, I mean, I cool. I I enjoy your stream, and you know, I also as I said, enjoy your Instagram. Like, you're you're conquering all the socials very well. I, I love thank it. you, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> no, it's so amazing. Uh, Rebby, we, I, I can't wait. I'm like, so excited what you're going to come out with in March. I'm like, I'm like wondering what it is. I'm going to go open my fridge. I'm like, what could it be? I'm like, <laughs> is it like a soda? Is it alcohol? I don't know. I was like, ah. Lauren, what, what do you have in your fridge? Um, Cause I'm sitting here thinking about my fridge and I'm like, I've got the fiber soda, which is delicious. <laughs> That sounds gross. Uh, yes. Fiber soda. No, it's, soda. it's super tasty. It's, I love girl, you, but nasty. It's real. <laughs> it's real. No, it tastes like Fanta is what it is. It tastes like it's That's okay, like some old look, man so soda. Full drink disclosure. <laughs> I love my sister. She's real crunchy. Like, but one of her friends, like, start, I don't know. One of her friends started the thing and then they made the fiber soda company and she get, sent us a case. Well, she sent Jordan a case for Christmas and then I drank all of it. Because I usually don't drink, like, full sugar soda, so I'm used to soda not tasting like soda, if that makes yeah. sense. 
So I'm just like, this tastes like fizzy fruit juice and it's delicious. Um, anyway, fiber soda. It's a thing and I think it's delicious. And if there were a fiber soda pinball machine, I'd play mm, it. Like, or a sparkling water pinball machine. I mean, Give me a LaCroix. I, mean, I have like Topo Chico, like, cause that's my jam. Um, I also love Coke. I like, I like regular straight up Coke, like no Coke zero, no Coke free, no Diet Coke. We do have Diet Coke though, cause uh, my dude drinks that. And then I really like the soda called Izzy. Like I am like all about Izzy oh, soda. Like yes. it's, and it's orange soda because I'm the weirdo that likes orange soda. But I had to dial it back from Sunkiss because, like, you know, I, I want my liver to make it another 30 years. Like, I hope it can process the rest of the junk oh, I put no. in my body. But, yeah, no, I have, like, a million things in my my thing to drink. But I'm excited about what you got coming out in I March. Know. Well, like, there's, there's, no bu- there's no bubbles in it. There's no there, bubbles okay, in there's this no machine. Okay, there's no bubbles in it. All right, there we go. Because y'all, I'll talk about a lot of fizzy drinks, and it's not a fizzy Mm, drink. It's not a fizzy drink. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I feel like I'm going to make this list and send it to you. Like, okay, is it like, what is it? Oh, my. Is it milk? Is it like like, a clue? What is it? (laughs) Oh, my God. If it were like, if it were a Starbucks machine. (laughs) Done. 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 Done, done. Give me a coffee. I've told Jordan before. I'm like, I want a coffee themed machine. I'm like, pumpkin mm, spice mm. latte multi ball. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm about the white chocolate mocha, Lauren. White pumpkin chocolate mocha. Spice latte multi ball. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> For the win. For the win. Amazing. I will play it. Come on, it would be great. Hell it yeah. would be great. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Remy, like, we're going to move into our next segment, but we are, like, so excited, like, for all the things you're doing. Um, If somebody wants to follow you in, like, you know, out there, where are you at on the socials and in all the places? Uh, It's Remy Hardy in most places except for Instagram. And then Twitch is House Hardy. Just got a TikTok. Trying to keep up with the young kids. So. so Rebecca had TikTok. I got talked into getting a TikTok for the podcast, but it's pretty much me just watching videos. Like I haven't like made content. Oh yeah, Lauren. I just I just stalk people on TikTok. Time I do not actually have a TikTok. Yeah, because there's like so much stuff yeah. out there, and I'm like everybody's like it's on TikTok. I'm like oh, fine, fine. I will download the TikTok. <sighs> Oh, like well so the i only know about tiktok due to the youths that i the work youth. with and the having to listen to what the youth i have to work with the youth and after i had to listen to the same 15 seconds of wop over and over <laughs> and over again okay but for hours but do you know the dance I do not know the dance. I literally was just sitting there with my head completely down. And I was just like, I need it. And it was like three o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, I can't. Why? Teenagers. I love teenagers. They're super fun. I totally like that song. I'm not even going to lie. We'll, we'll put a link in the show notes, y'all. It is definitely I not know, for I the children. I used to like it until not I for the know. But uh, <laughs> that song is hecka catchy. Like, I'll just be like at the bank or somewhere really inappropriate. I'm like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm like, I got to stop singing that song in public. Hey. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, Remy, we'll, we'll oh include all the links in the show notes. Which a Cardi B, I'm not going to lie, a Cardi B pin Ooh. I think would be very accessible mm. for the youths. I don't, I don't really listen to a lot of Cardi B of my own volition. I I listen to some Cardi B. I'm kind of like a Megan Thee Stallion slash Lizzo slash like, I like mm. old school. Like I like Nicki Minaj. Like, and I think maybe that's just like, I don't know, but I like all my ladies and I, I love listening, <laughs> rolling to rap. And like, people are always surprised when they're like, do you like rap music? I was like, heck yeah, I like rap music. So like, especially it's when it, when it's my ladies. 
Hell yeah. But Rebby, we're going to put all of the links in the show notes so people can find out all the magic that is you and all the places that you're at. But now we're to the final segment of our show. It's called Inside the Pinball Arcade. I'm going to let Rebecca run with it. I love this part. I love this part. She's so excited. She's like, this is like the best. I know. I was like, Lauren, I'm just going to do the whole episode. It's fine. It's fine. I'm coping great. I've had not enough coffee and I just started pounding back Dr. Pepper like two hours ago. All right, inside the pinball arcade, Rebby, are you ready to play? Oh, I'm born ready. Born ready. <laughs> Rebby, what machine, what pinball machine do you love? Uh, Twilight Zone. Basic, basic. It's not basic. Basic Twilight Zone. It's like Zone. the best. Like, I love Twilight Zone. There's like so much to that machine. I know. I feel like that's a lot of people's answers, though, but right? It's so it's a lot good. Of like, going to. It's like the basic, it's like the PSL of pinball. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Adams is probably the PSL of pinball. Maybe. I'm such an Adams fan, but I couldn't get into the pen the way most people do. I love the theme. I love the Adams family. My house is kind of like the mansion, but nah, I couldn't get it like that. <laughs> but Tw- Twilight Zone is so difficult and there's so much to it. Like, I don't yeah. consider that basic. I-, I will agree with Rebecca, even though I love Adams family. I-, I will say it's a bit more basic. Like, it is the PSL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be the new we need, like, a new question. What's the basic pinball machine? What's the most basic pinball machine you can think of? <laughs> well, technically, I feel like that'd be a zizzle, but that's not the type of basic I was looking for. That's just too easy. <laughs> Let's see. Rebby, what machine do you hate? Also, I know hate is a strong word, but if there's a machine that you strongly dislike, you can use that instead. Um. All right. There's there's a machine. Oh, God, you know, I, I don't hate any machine, really. But I... I'm mad at a machine. I'm mad at Austin Powers because I'm the <laughs> biggest Austin Powers fan and I want to love that machine so bad, but I can't with the freaking poopy jokes and the potty humor. I can't. And that makes, and that, and I don't hate the game because I love the game and I love Austin Powers, but I hate that about the game. So that, that's the only thing that I could probably say that I. All I can think of is, is, is it because you have four children under the age of six? <laughs> and I don't, yeah, I'm done with the poopies. Done with the poopies. But, you know, I so I feel like that's, like, one of those machines, like, where they did with the, what is it, Rick and Morty, where you could kind of dial it up and dial it back. Like, I feel like adding that to machines, like, yeah, like, the, I, I get what you're talking about with the humor on that game. Like, could, they could have done so many cool things with it, because, I mean, there's yeah. so many assets of to the whole. All things to focus on. The toilet in the middle of the, come on, yeah. man. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's what you took from it out of all the movies. That's, all right. So, but, yeah, no, I totally, I totally get that. Yep. Yep, I understand. I understand. Which on the note of all of those uh, sounds uh, that we were talking about, (laughs) Revy, what is your favorite pinball sound? And this could be like a mechanical sound that comes from the machine itself, or it could be a sound effect. But what is your favorite pinball sound? Uh, Replay. (laughs) The knock? The knock? The knock. I love the knock. I love the replay. It scares the hell out of me every time I think my ball is hitting the glass. But I feel accomplished. I don't know what it is. You know, there's all these, you know, even in newer machines, there's all these amazing sounds. It's something about that, you know, it's like, I'm like, yes, I'm doing something. I am, I am making a difference in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I hear they're putting those in the in the new VR uh, games too, not the yeah. VR, the, the di- digital pinball ones. Yeah, they got those in there too. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. I need to get ba- I need to get into some VPN and some VR pinball. I, I feel to. like my VR pinball my VR experience is mini golf and that's and Beat Saber. Yeah. I like Beat Saber too, but like Beat Saber God, is I fun. I don't have a problem. I feel like I was like a little elitist about V pins, honestly, until 
I started stalking people on Twitch and I'm like, hold up. I was wrong. I will admit I was wrong. This is cool as hell. You know, there's a lot of, oh, a lot of variety on there. It's not as, you know, I, I would have just thought it was just no feedback and just looking at the Game Boy is what it seemed like. But once I started watching these VPN streams, I was like, damn, this is, this is cool. I actually want one now. So what's your oh, favorite you should, VPN yes. stream? Like which, who do you like watching? I love Frisco Pinball. And not even just uh, V Pin. He might be my favorite pinball stream at all ever. Oh. I just, I just love him so much. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, Frisco's super cool. Do you know where Frisco is? That's where Texas Pinball Festival is. Yep, that's based out of oh, Frisco, Texas. Really? That's- yeah, Frisco, Texas. <gasps> no, I can't go now. I can't go. Wait. I can't meet people that I'm fans of. <laughs> it's kind of fine. Oh. He's super chill. No, you He's know what? I'll go and I won't chill. say anything. I'll go and I'll like literally hide. Like I'll see him and I'll like go like this. I get really nervous. He's really, really nice. Yeah, like in person. Nice. Oh, we did no, I believe him. It. We did task him to pick up a pinball machine for us and he did keep it at his house <laughs> for a month. And then we went up to go visit. No, he got bit by the bug real bad. Did you have to bring muscle to get it back? Dang. No, it was the Zizzle. It was the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean Zizzle machine that's like, oh, you know, you entirely go. plastic and foam core board. It was, oh apparently gosh. his daughter loved it. So, but you should come to Frisco. I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep saying you should come to TPF. But yeah, we're just going to randomly send you like notes like, come to Frisco, come to TPF, come hang out with I us. I want to. I just feel awkward showing up empty handed, you know. I have your, I have your phone number. I'll text you. I'll text you the, uh, I'll text you the information for it. You and Brian got to like bring the machine. Like, yeah, you can bring it. You can show that. I know. I, I feel like I want to go to everyone, but you know, it, it, the the machine is in Brian's possession, and he ha- he also has four kids, but they're grown and they're all in ninety different sports. So he's super busy. So I I don't know. I feel like if I went to one of these, I'd want to like like not come empty handed. Like I'd want to bring something. Otherwise, I'd feel like worthless. You want to roll in with something. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I don't know, no. maybe. So, no. no. No, you should just come for fun. Well, so the best way I could describe it, and I talked to Scott about this a whole bunch, which is like when you go to a show as like a, I'm going as like a thing and I'm bringing a pin versus like I'm going just to have fun. So like I know for Scott, like some of it's like your working yeah, shows and some yeah. of it's like your fun shows. And like TPF just go for fun and enjoy all your panels and play all the machines. Shoot, there's if you can get into the women's tournament, it's super chill. The most fun tournament though that I think I've ever played though is in Houston, Lauren, you know it cuz we play it together every yeah. time. Um also then there's Blue Group Party Group Space City. Yeah. Uh but that's neither here nor there. I'll get back to Inside the Pinball Arcade. Also, I feel like this is about to be literally the most loaded question ever. Oh no. Rebby, what is your favorite pinball art project or art package? Sorry, I said art project. <laughs> What's your favorite art project? Package. Makes her sound like she's doing like macrame, like a macaroni <laughs> project. Nah, uh, so this art package, this can be like back glass, cabinet, playfield art. Like you can say your own. Like there's no judgment here. It's a judgment no shame in no saying shame. your own. You can say your own stuff. You have the opportunity to do that, and we will not we will not take that away from oh, you. Oh god. Um if it's not mine, I mean, I, I get real attached to machines for different reasons. So it might not even really be like the best, like aesthetic or artistic wise. But I love Attack from Mars. I love everything about it. Uh, I love all the new additions from from people now, artists coming out like uh, that Brian who came out with the side art there, the blades. Or that might have been Revenge from Mars. But anyway, I mean, I, I, I have a... I'm drawn to that game. I love that game. Uh, otherwise, I would say, you know, Ferris Bueller. 
<laughs> What's cool? You know, I've got the, <laughs> I've the got art is amazing. Like behind me here. The art is amazing. That I, you know, I hate saying this word because it makes me sound like I'm trying to stunt. But, you know, I innovated doing a 3D back glass, a lenticular. You move and it kind of moves with you. And uh, I, I've, I've never seen that in a game. And I, I just I just looked at it. And I would just stare at it because <laughs> I think it's cool as hell. And I wish uh, it'd be cool to see, you know, more people do that kind of thing because it, it adds a lot, I think. So that's my answer. <laughs> my vain answer. I love it. I love it. Hey, no. Like, we were just like, say your stuff. Like, because your stuff is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It really, really is. And so, Rebby, I'm so I know you went to Pentastic, but what is your favorite pinball tournament and or event? Yeah, no, there's there's nothing. I, I tried to enter a, a tournament and there was kind of a little bit of drama around it because I tried to enter and they said, oh, it's it's too late. You missed the, you know, it's, it's already booked up all the spots. And I was like, oh, OK, that kind of sucks. And then when I was there, they they had gone up to me and they were like, yeah, it sucks that you couldn't make it. And I was like, yeah, I know it sucks. I know. Fuck. And uh, <laughs> then they uh, they 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 called me or not even they sent me a text message 10 minutes before I was supposed to be at the show saying, oh, a spot just opened up if you want to, if you want to come be in the tournament. But they had already been practicing on the machines like the whole weekend. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of weird. And they said that there were six people ahead of me on the wait list. So I was like, what is going on here? I was like a little confused. I, I don't know if this is a normal thing, but I was like, that's weird. It's pretty. It's pretty normal. Unfortunately, it's pretty normal. That's pinball tournaments get insane. It was like 10 minutes before and I was like, my my first one, I'm going to go in here uh, with no practice. And these girls were practicing all weekend, 10 minutes before, like, you know, not in the right headspace. I was like, no, nah, ain't no way. And I had to, I had to present anyway that day. So it's like, that's not going to happen. So I've never been in a tournament. You know, you know what tournament she should come to, Lauren? You know what tournament she should come to? Hmm. The Bells Tournament in Houston, where usually by the time that everybody's started, everybody's drunk. <laughs> and yeah. then... Except for the children, because there's children who play. Yeah, well, there are children there, and the children are not drinking. But and they are not drunk. <laughs> the, this is the kind of like expo, like tournament thing where you come rolling in with your own ice cooler. Like that's just how, like that's how the whole place. So like I'm like not even pretending to try to like be a, oh, like no. remotely good. I'm just like, hey, Sansa, what's going on? I need a click if I'm going. I feel like people roll in like kind of groups and clicks and i was there by myself like with my like nerdy ass partner and they had already like clicked around like clicked off and and i was like oh ain't no way ain't no way i need to like i need to come rolling with a posse you know like (laughs) you tell us which ones you want to go to and we'll be your click let's click up we'll hook you up we We know all the people we will click you up (laughs) We will click you up. Yeah. Like, either with us if we're going, or we will, like, you know, hey, Rebby. We'll find we'll, you people. Like, we know people. We will find you place. people. We, and, and it's mostly yeah, ladies. So we're like, we're going to the lady posse. Because that's how it is. Like, I went to my first tournament. It's like, listeners, you know, the whole Bat City open story. It was in Austin. And I was there all by my lonesome, sitting by the bar, like, waiting for my turn. And then, like, this whole group of ladies came in and they were so nice. And they were like, you want to hang out with us? Aww, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need that. So nice. I need and it was that. nice. So, like, yes. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna hook you up. We're gonna hook you. Up. We're gonna make it happen. So you know what? This is a a to be answered at a later time. We're gonna have a better like you're gonna come back on the show and and we'll have another answer. Oh, good. Okay, I like that. Thank yes, you. <laughs> I like it. And then let's see. 
I know, let's see. So I know you were excited when you were like, I have an answer. And I'm like, oh, excited. So who or whom, grammar, living, dead, real, famous, or fictional, would you play pinball with? Um, I would say Hef. Oh. You, you, you Hefner. Yeah. I played in the game room, but never with him. And he's got the old play playboy machines in there and i feel like i don't know i feel like that would be really cool i owe a lot of my life and my career and almost really everything from from half and from playboy and i, I feel like that would be my answer and he's real old school he he refused to even like ever it. put leds in his game because he just refused to change anything in that place ever so so it's you know very <laughs> 70s old school vibes in that 70s game room that he had and i feel like that would be cool I mean, Playboy, is, that particular machine is so iconic and it's so well known. And like getting a hold of one is is difficult. Um, it's so yeah. and, and seeing them like when people like actually upkeep them, they look really nice. So that's awesome. Yeah, I actually started uh, <laughs> my dump. I started modding it with my pictures in there and I was going to redo the whole machine. <laughs> and then, you know me, I can't help myself. And then, and then I started on the expedition of gold project and it's so it's like half done but yeah maybe one of these days i'll finish it up well if you finish it we want to see it because that's gonna be awesome yes please <laughs> shoot at this point we're just gonna be like if you finish it we're coming to visit yeah. we're just gonna show up at your house yeah guys y'all y'all welcome here anytime middle of nowhere in the forest but i do babysit yeah. no oh, i love the forest also i do babysit i'm <laughs> technically a child care almost ish professional almost like this, this much hey you guys be- better than me <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any credentials. I just keep making them. <laughs> well, they're really cute yeah, and they're funny. Adorable. And they're super cute and hilarious. Like, you've got yeah. some good kids. Thank so you. You, seem to be do- you, you seem to be doing a pretty good job. As a <laughs> professional, I can confirm. Appreciate that. <laughs> but what I am super excited about is this question, which is, Revy, what is your dream theme? So if you had all the stacks of cash in the world and you're making it your, like, what machine would you want to exist? I'm assuming at this point you'd also probably be making it yourself. Yeah. And I've considered it, but it's a little busy here. But maybe if if things ever die down, not that I would want to. I like like being busy, but uh, I would remake a a James Bond. Uh, I would do a James Bond, not like a golden. I would do all, uh, like, all of the James Bond movies. I think that that would be really cool. Or, you know, I think this is an obvious answer, uh, but uh, Pokemon. But I feel oh, like a James sure. Bond movie would be a lot more involved and a lot cooler things that you could do, like toy-wise and uh, j- just different stuff. I, I already I have an idea for a whole James Bond machine that That's I awesome. want to do. That, that would definitely be my dream. And yeah. I like that because you you said you would go, like, across all the Bonds. Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. Bond? Yeah. And do you ha- what is your favorite Bond movie? You have one. Uh, my favorite Bond is uh, Roger Moore. Unconventional, I know. Me too, but... me too. Really? Yes. Oh, hey. I, people always, my whole family, they're all like Team Sean Connery. I was like, nah. I was like, Roger Moore. <sighs> and then I really like Daniel Craig. I like, so I smooth. do like. Oh, yeah. yeah when he yeah, came out of the ocean. Sure. I'm just saying, when he came out of the ocean, Christina Royale, that, that went back and forth quite a bit. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, y'all. <laughs> But yeah, so definitely Roger Moore, your favorite Bond, favorite Bond movie. Well, it's actually a Pierce Brosnan movie, and it's Tomorrow Never Dies. And really, it's because my first kiss was to that movie and that soundtrack. Aww. <laughs> so I'm so nostalgic there. Yeah. I've had a lot of James Bond in my life. Man, my first screen name was like on AOL. It was like Bond Girl RV. Like, 
obsessed. Yeah. That is super funny. So it on the note of James Bond, Jordan and I got to go to the top of the Schulthorn um, when we went to Switzerland. And yeah, it was amazing. It was cool. Also, really cool is that they have like all these like cool like wires and platforms like tacked to the side of the mountain. And I got I was like, I'm gonna run around outside. And Jordan's like, you're gonna die. And I'm like, and if I do, it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna fall off the face of a mountain. Um, but I didn't. And so here I am, Lauren and Revy, recording a podcast with you today because I did not fall off the shelter. I I gotta tell you. So I have a friend, Christina. It's a long story. She, you know, COVID messed up uh, her vacation plans to go like stay at a ski chalet and i was like you're gonna go to ski chalet i was like i don't live that life but i told her i was like i'm gonna be like like a bond lady with like the furry hat and the coat like sitting outside the ski chalet that was like my look and i was like please tell me you got that outfit ready to go in your suitcase (laughs) because if you're going to a ski chalet you need to dress like a bond villain lady I was like, nice. you know, not quite Bond girl. You want to be like, like chic Bond lady sitting outside with your fur hat. Extra. Yeah. Here for it. I would do yeah, it. Yeah. Rebby, if you haven't figured out this past hour, I am like <laughs> so extra. extra. Like we're so extra. We're, we're here for it, extra. man. Me too. Me too. <laughs> well, Rebby, that's it. You like, you did it. That's it. You made it. You, made you completed it. inside Yay. the Fidel Arcade. Yay. Did I pass? You probably passed. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Rebby, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I mean, it was an absolute treat for us. And, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes, guys, to all the places you can check out Rebby and her uh, amazing life and all the things she's doing. We'll also put a link for uh, Game Room Pinball so you can keep track of what's coming up next because I'm super excited. And now I'm just going to go stare at my fridge and look for non fizzy drinks <laughs> in my fridge. But uh, one thing I, I want to make an announcement before we wrap up the show. We talked about it last week or last episode, I should I feel last week, but last episode. It was last week, but also the last episode. It was last week, which usually not normally last week. But we have a contest going on right now, guys, for Girl Scouts. Uh, you know, last year we were trying to get Ella a dog that did not work out. But we wanted to support the Girl Scouts because Rebecca and I are both former Girl Scouts. Uh, oh, we nice. love the Girl Scouts. And yeah. uh, we, we're, that's, we that's, also love cookies. We also love cookies. Like these are all these are two things that we love. So it's like we like little ladies entrepreneurship. They're you know hustling cookies and doing their thing, and we want to support that. We I think everything that Girl Scouts does is really awesome, and it provided a a lot of stability in my life, and I really enjoyed it. But we are doing another giveaway. So if you buy cookies between now, uh, pretty much during the cookie season, between now and the end of February, you are going to be in the running for a pin, Box pinball prize pack. It's going to be like t-shirt and like cool stuff. But our friend at Forever the Flip, and he did this last year and he said, I will do it again. Uh, you're going to get a free custom hoodie from him. And his hoodies, like, they're legit kind of pricey, man. <laughs> they're like a hundred and something dollars. They're real nice. Yeah, though. they're they super nice. nice. Tracy won last year. Um, but yeah, so he has uh, volunteered that as a prize for whoever wins the drawing. You will not only get the Backbox Pinball Prize Pack, but you will also get a hoodie of your choice from his website. So uh, definitely going to be awesome. Like, please, if you bought cookies, take a picture of yourself in front of the Lowe's with your cookies or send us a snapshot of your receipt, however you want to do it. We just need a proof of purchase. Email backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com and we will get that all uh, sorted and we will do the drawing on March 1st. So yay, buy some cookies. And also if you like... We asked people to put in the comment section on socials, like, hey, put in your troop if you've got a kid selling cookies. But if you're like, I don't got any kids, I don't know who to buy cookies from, like there's not a Lowe's near my house, 
the Troop 6000 based in New York City. These are young ladies that are part of the New York City shelter system and they have uh, Girl Scout troops for them to be a part of so they can get like you know, some stability and, you know, do something kind of fun that maybe they wouldn't normally get to do, you know, having to be, they're homeless. So this is not a, a different opportunity for them. And I'm just so excited about what that troop is all about. And we put a link in our bio on Instagram. You know, if you Google Troop 6000 New York, you'll find them. Uh, you can send us a proof of purchase for that. But buy some cookies, support some young ladies, and get and try to win some free stuff. So <laughs> that that's where we're yeah. at. Yeah, we don't have patches, but we do have pins. We don't have patches. We did put a picture of me and Rebecca up um, when we were Girl Scouts. So uh, the cuteness is like super high. On that note, uh, but everybody, thank you so much. Again, we'll put all the links for Rebby in the show notes. Uh, we'll put the links for Girl Scouts um, on our pages. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and keep flipping. <laughs> <laughs>